Welcome back to another episode of Flip the Motherfucking Codes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. We're back, bitches. We are. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for being here. Yeah. It's been quite some time since we've dropped a little episode. It's been um, a few weeks, in it? Yeah, it has been. And reason being is the vibes were just not there. The vibes were there, but the scheduling is atrocious. It's very, very difficult uh, to get on the mic at the right time with the right vibes. It has to feel good. It has to feel right. And it hasn't felt that way. I have, I have a question for you, dear. Yeah, mate. Do you think that the baby Archie is going to pass the paper bag test? Well, well, I don't think so. We can't have that little nigger baby walking around the royal palace, yeah? <laughs> what the fuck? We can't have that. He don't want to walk around the royal palace. We can't palace. have a darky running around the goddamn bloody hallways, yeah? Terrible. It's just a terrible, terrible thing that's happening there in the United Kingdom. The racism is running rampant. <laughs> <laughs> and as the Premier League or the Premier League would tell you, there is no room for racism. Period. And they actually nail before every match, mandated, honorably. To the Queen? <laughs> no. What they nailing the name to? Of no room being for racisms. Since when? This since Project Restart. Mm? Mm-hmm. During COVID. When Tell the, the when queen because she didn't get the memo. The queen, allegedly the queen. We're talking about the Harry and Meghan Markle. Debacle. Debacle. And uh, apparently the queen is not a racist scumbag. Says who? Says the institution? Says Harry. Oh, right. Well, that's his grandma. He has to say that. She's not. She don't know what's going on. Like you have to say your grandma ain't racist. My grandma ain't racist. No, I'm not talking about you, but the I'm hell? glad you feel. So <laughs> I, I'm glad you feel like you need to clarify that. I'm just letting your you know. Ain't racist. In case you ain't now. Yeah. Well, I said you, as in Harry. Anybody. Yeah. You can't say. Oh, yeah. My my granny is a racist. You're not gonna say that. Yeah. So he has to defend her because you know there's that love she is and the bond. Queen. I guess. She'll say off with your head. She's their queen. She's not my queen. Damn, period. Period. But uh, yeah, we're back. You know, we wanted to be here every Sunday like all the other podcasts. But the truth of the matter is we're going to be here when we got something to say and when we got time to put it down on the recording because there are no rules. There are absolutely no rules. We make the rules just yep. like you make your own rules in your life. Facts. So... Since the last time we recorded, my birthday happened. Yes, it was it was really it was really amazing. If I it do was, say so myself, it was one for the books. It was. I planned the thing, so you know it, it. It was wonderful. We went away. We went to Vermont, and we went to this really cute bed and breakfast called the Rabbit, Rabbit Hill, Hill Inn. Inn, and I got. This wonderful suite for us to spend the weekend. We went skiing at Burke Mountain, which was a little tricky. But yeah, Vermont Vermont trails, slopes. It's a different kind of, it's a different animal. They're different. Yeah, it's not, we, you know, we've skied other mountains here in in, uh, New Hampshire and in Maine, I think. But that was our first time skiing in Vermont. Mm. What? I actually grew up. As a wee little lad, 
racing down the slopes oh, of yeah. <laughs> Killington. <coughs> yeah. So I'm quite familiar with the Green Mountains yeah. or Mont Vert. Hmm. I just said Vermont backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the Vermonts. Yeah. I'm, I'm Vermont. Yeah, um, yeah. So w- it was our first. Well, it was my first time skiing, I think, in Vermont. I don't think I've ever skied in Vermont before. And Burke was a different. It was a different mountain. It was a lot more challenging. A bitch popped off her skis on one of the slopes and walked down this little hill and popped them back. That was on. sad imagery. It was not a sad imagery. From you weren't you were the one walking down, so you didn't see it. I don't care how I it looked to anybody. I was down there looking up with your little speed skiing suit <laughs> and goggles, <laughs> wa- like waddling down that mountain. I'm like, come on. No, first of you all, you could do it. I skied down, right? I skied, let's say, halfway down, and then I got to this point where it was literally straight it was like a what is that called it was really steep it, it got to this point where it was really steep and then i was able to stop because i couldn't see over that very steep little slope and i was like oh hell no That's a it was very icy life, though sometimes like i went down there you could have did it you could have did it. there were little kids doing it just because you i don't can't give a fuck see. what the little kids were doing they were flying down just because you can't see what's on the other side of the little incline doesn't mean that you got to stop and pop your skis off but then again Another metaphor for life, metaphor, analogy. You got to take things know. at your own pace. Yeah. Sometimes you got to pop your skis off and yeah. walk, walk down, down Yep, and then and pop them back on and keep it pushing. And that's what I did. I didn't walk down the entire mountain. I just walked down that little super steep little slope and I popped my skis back on and I kept going. You proceeded with caution. Yeah. There, there are turns in, in little life or pivots or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I had to pop them shits off. I was not comfortable. I didn't have a helmet on at the time. Mm. I literally couldn't see the other end. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ski down this bitch. I'm going to pop these bitches off and pop them back on once I get over this little slope and keep on keeping on. And that's what I did. Yeah, that was was wonderful. And the time that we went to Vermont, they had just... Uh, they had just updated their quarantine procedure for out-of-state visitors so that folks who had been vaccinated uh, could visit without self-quarantining for 14 days. And it happened to coincide with us being fully vaccinated. Yes, we are fully vaccinated. We got... We got the shots! We got the shots. Two of them. Two of them things. We're full... At this point, at the point of this recording, we are fully inoculated. Mm. Couldn't tell you what inoculated means from a textbook definition, (laughs) but from what I've gleaned from the interwebs, it means that I'm safe out here. Period. Safe than i was before right we're still wearing our masks and you know all that good stuff of course and not attending any raves or flying to miami and going to any you in miami oh my god the miami tourism board has your fucking face on the wall (laughs) why and they throw darts at you because (laughs) you have been no i just I, i i'm not hating i just look at florida and i just look at like miami in particular miami's different though people are having like well the clubs are open. People are in there without yeah. masks on. I mean, that's frightening to right, me. Yes. Okay. I get it. We, we spoke yeah. about this. People are fucking up. Yeah. But, you know, maybe they're all vaccinated. Who knows? Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, even though I know better than to believe that nonsense. Yeah. But 
COVID shots. COVID we got shots. our shots. We got the first shot. We were good. We didn't feel anything. We had a. I had no, my arm was kind of sore. Let's talk through it. Okay. Let's talk through it. First shot. How was it? It was good. It, I. They kind of stabbed me a little too high on my arm with that one. My arm was super sore for some days maybe four or five days it was mm. really really sore but other than that i didn't feel anything on the first shot no soreness no sickness my body no. no not on the first shot how did you feel mentally after that first shot though i was freaking out about getting it but i knew that i had to mm. i knew that that was a responsible thing to do and in order for us all to move forward we need to be vaccinated yeah so after i got my first shot anything that happened i was like oh shit it's happening <laughs> It's happening. My it's leg, down. my leg fell asleep because I'm sitting <laughs> on it. I'm like, oh my god, I'm paralyzed. Oh my god, that is dramatic. I was. It's not even a side effect. I, I, they don't know all of them yet. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Okay. And then they give you little papers. It's like, just so you know, this is not approved by the enemy <laughs> like god damn i know you don't gotta tell me again right after i got it no the paperwork that they give you after is a little bit frightening don't give me the paperwork and you should have given it to me before <laughs> if this was so fucking important for me to know right you should have gave it to me before like this is proof like, for emergency use only yeah. you're like damn bro the hell? why y'all do me like that yeah so afterward i was like god damn i'm gonna die I were you sore know. though not really. I had just gotten uh, another shot like two weeks before that. And, you know, it was the same thing. I was used to it, I guess. I wasn't tripping. Yeah. My arm hurt a tiny bit, but I had like just. What was I doing? I think I did a little workout or something before <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you did. You were so I was out. already sore. So I was like, man, this ain't nothing. Right. So first shot down. A few weeks later, second shot. What yeah. was your experience? Um, my arm was sore the first, the day that I got it, I didn't have any, like, I didn't feel anything. I felt fine. Was it as sore as the first shot? Yeah. For me, it was, it was, um, but then that night was real. Like when we came home, went to sleep and that's when I really felt the side effects. Like how, see, (laughs) I've heard people over exaggerate the side uh, effects maybe, maybe, they, maybe they weren't no yeah maybe, maybe they, weren't. they weren't over exaggerating and everybody's experience is different i yeah. think that you know whatever somebody else felt doesn't necessarily like have to be exaggerated it could just be their experience yeah that's true but that night i will i definitely woke up a couple of times in the middle of the night like burning hot yeah, right like fucking sweating had to like take off my clothes mm-hmm. and i just felt like like, I was like, oh, I must have a fever. Like, I didn't check, actually. I never took my temperature. I just popped the fucking whatever it was. Tylenol. Tylenol and went back to sleep. And I woke up the next day feeling kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, my body was really sore. And I took a meeting. And then I went and passed out on the couch. <laughs> For, like, the, a few hours. I was exhausted. I that was, was so the next tired. Day, right? Yeah, that was the next day. I was really tired and I was feeling sore. I didn't feel like a bus hit me or anything like that. I heard some other people say, like, they really felt like they were hit by a train or a bus or whatever. I didn't feel that way. I was just really, really tired. And I was like, there's no How reason. I know what getting hit by a bus or train is like. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think that's just a. Saying, figure of speech yeah i think they, they're just that's a figure of speech but i was i didn't feel like that i mean i definitely felt sore my body was very sore and i was exhausted i was mm. so tired 
Yeah. So. You know who knows what it feels like to be hit by a bus? Who? Regina. Who? Regina. Who's that? Mean Girls. Oh, my God. She got hit by a motherfucking bus. She was in a whole body cast. Yeah. And, all right. But after I got the second shot, I was, like, so nervous about what those side effects were. Like, I left our little nightlight on. You did? I had Miffy. I had left the Miffy light. We have a little Miffy nightlight on my nightstand. Left it on. I had the Tylenol. had ball of water. Like, I was ready to weather the storm. And when I, like, I can't remember what time it was, but I went to sleep, woke up, went to sleep, woke up. I went up to to go to the bathroom, and I felt, like, soreness on my ribs. And I was like, hmm. You're like, this is it. But Here I didn't it goes. feel like I got hit by a bus. I just right. felt like somebody like, like if I got punched like five times right. in my ribs. And I was like, mm, okay, I feel it. Pop a little Tylenol. Went to sleep. Woke up the next day and I felt fine. Like 100% normal. But I still did a little workout. So I was already sore, but mainly in my arms. But then I felt it on my ribs and I was like, damn, this got to be it. But... I would say that with both of the shots, I really felt like very, very, very minimal side effects. Very to the mild. point where I was like, oh, let, me, let me see what y'all <laughs> shot me with. Because this might be saline or something. Did you give me the placebo? Nubian. That's what I thought. Because it was not nearly as bad as you were I thought I was going to be bedridden. Yeah. Some people don't feel anything at all. But some people do, you know, get to the level of like being in the bed for days yeah which is scary but not as scary as coronavirus yeah um yeah so i think overall i mean i was really tired the next day you didn't you didn't sleep at all i don't think the next day like in the middle of the day you did not take any yeah i i was exhausted i was really really tired i think that was my like one real side effect like because my body was sore but it was just it wasn't sore till like the way that my arm was sore my arm was really sore yeah to the point where At i couldn't really point lift of it injection yeah like i couldn't really lift it completely but outside of that i was just really tired the next day and then the day after that i felt completely fine like i was 100 percent gucci yeah so it feels good like c had mentioned before when your time comes, go get it. Uh, you know, do do whatever research you got to do. Find reliable sources. There are so many resources out there uh, answering questions and educating folks on what the particulars are for each of the approved vaccines. But, you know, do what you got to do to keep everybody safe. Keep yourself safe. Yes, definitely get the vaccine and do the research and the side effects don't let them scare you they're really different from everyone but at the end of the day like nubian said it's nothing like having covid and Mm. i know for some people even when they do get covid they don't have any symptoms they don't feel anything they're asymptomatic but there are real long-lasting damaging effects that it can still have on your body even Mm. though you don't feel anything some people that are asymptomatic come to find out that they have lung damage Mm. That's just something that you need to keep in mind when you're debating whether or not you're going to get this vaccine. Yeah. And I want to throw this out here. This is the official, 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 uh, invitation. 
if you're fully vaccinated, two weeks afterward, slide in the DMs. <laughs> Why? Why are you we're, asking? We're linking up. <laughs> I don't care if we never hung out before. Hey, enough is enough. <laughs> if you tied. are vaccinated, holla at us. Bring your card, though. Slide Bring in the your DMs card. and we linking up. We're going to go have a good time and enjoy breathing without masks yes i'm we're really slide the dms we're getting to that point where we're i think we're all just so fucking tired of masks and protocol and social distancing and all that stuff so it's going to be nice to be able to be around people without a mask on and have like that you know ease of mind right like where we can just breathe the same air and not be worried that one of us is going to kill the other yep we'll get a scorpion bowl with Why the long straws, bowl? with the long straws, and just oh, you want to share the ball? <laughs> Ew, hell oh, no! Yeah, yeah. No, we're not doing that. We're never mm-hmm. doing that. Pre-COVID or <laughs> post-COVID, we was never gonna do that. Uh, I just did that back in the day. I don't remember. You, you never had a little a fish bowl. bowl well, with you anybody. had a damn. Yeah, you are I have, but I'm saying you. I don't. Not me. No. Yeah, me and my girls, of course. Or you're like, let me taste your drink. <laughs> the days where we can taste each other's drinks five girls that one sounds cup. sexual but i don't know yeah you know what i'm talking about or you i mean i i can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel i know we're a ways from not having to wear masks in public but i'm excited i'm really looking forward to this summer i'm looking forward to being able to see people and you know, I think that when we all hung out with friends, we felt like guilty, even though it was outside or whatever. Just we were all fucking nervous. I'm looking forward to not being nervous and to being able to chill and kick it and, and have a good summer. Yeah. So we can uh, get back to focusing on other issues like uh, the government fucking us <laughs> in the ass on a consistent basis. Yeah. I know we're all excited about these stimmies, but. Man, that ain't fuck nothing. Fuck a stimulus. That ain't nothing. They, these, say, they, this, they get everybody all riled up. Yo, these fucking stimulus jokes online, though, <laughs> y'all are really killing it on there. I just want to the shout best. out anybody that came up with a little stimulus meme because there are some fucking good ones out there. That is one of the greatest byproducts of mm. social media. Like, niggas is going to find a way to joke about anything and everything. Yo, I seen one that said, 1400 per child? Hold up, Maury. Maybe that baby does kind of look like me. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a I good s- one. I seen someone that said, the fact that $1,400 is getting y'all to consider having a child is a bigger issue for another day. <laughs> it's a fucking joke, okay? Whoever what said that saying? needs to pull their panties out of their fucking booty hole because it's a joke. Don't nobody it want is. no kid for $1,400. It is, it is. What's the, what are the other ones? Uh, somebody said, bank account, 1400 Me and Ruth Chris. Have Ruth Chris bring my shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Honestly, I'm going to give it up to you My favorite one is the red, the red Lobster one. Oh, oh yeah. It was like, what was it? Something about it was like bring out the whale. 1400 Uh, Let me get the whale. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. That y'all are hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a direct deposit plus 1400 Me at Red Lobster. Uh, Let me get the whale. I just said that. What the fuck? Nah, that is funny, though. That's, I, I, had to, I had to say it again because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's OD. Nah, y- y'all are killing it. Keep, keep, keep bringing them. I mean, bring them. Keep bringing so them. So when I did, when I did my quick, 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 quick maths, right? Yes. Fourteen hundred dollars is approximately 
five and a half two hundred fifty dollar dates. Why are we counting them in dates? Because that is a recurring topic on Twitter. Oh yeah, that's true. People about are two hundred fifty dollar dates. Should dates be two hundred fifty dollars? Like it is always like that. Now it's become like a meme within a meme. True. Where two hundred fifty dollar dates is like a catch all phrase for people discussing relationships and finances on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole like setting a standard to how much you should spend on a date, like you can't, you can't have like a okay, dates should cost two hundred and fifty dollars. Like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about your first date with somebody? Are we talking about somebody that you've been dating for a while? Are we talking about a date like when you and I go on a date and we're married, or like what in what context? I don't know, but uh, I've seen it discussed. Within the context of people saying these these niggas is broke because they ain't doing two hundred fifty dollar dates, and they're saying if somebody says two hundred fifty dollar dates, what are y'all talking about? They say, "Yo, if you're broke, just say that." <laughs> like that is how the conversation goes. Um, I don't know. I I have a hard time even saying speaking on on this because two hundred fifty dollars to one person versus two hundred fifty dollars to another person is it, it's we're talking. It could mean something completely different. Yeah. And if it's it, shaming men into feeling like they need to spend a certain amount of money on dates or not just men, but shaming anybody into feeling like they need to spend a certain amount of, amount of money on dates is corny to me. Like, yeah. And there's even this whole thing going around about, oh, if you're out with your girl and her girls, you should be picking up the check. Yeah. No. What was the exact scenario? Let's break this down. Okay. So well, somebody there are many. Some there are many. But somebody posted and said that she went out with her girl. Yeah. And her girl's man. Yep. And the and she got like two drinks and a cob salad. Yes. And it was I don't know twenty four dollars and sixty three cents. Yeah, something like that. But we not from sixty third. <laughs> and uh, she's like, the check came out. And this nigga asked for separate checks. Yeah, and he asked for two checks. What's the problem? He wasn't taking you out on a date. That's on him if he wanted to pick up the tab. But when you're going out, you need to expect that you're spending money. If you don't have money to go out, then don't go out. Why are we flipping the script and calling this nigga broke? Yeah, it's OD. You you should always be ready and willing to cover whatever you done. And in behind closed doors to your other friend, if you want to be like, yo, I went out with Ashley and her man. Can you believe he made me pay $24 for my drinks? He didn't even pick it up. You can say that. I mean, you might look dumb, but you can say that. But to go on the Internet and start this whole thing about it is corny. Like, I don't yeah. agree with that. I don't think that your being with your friend and her man means that you are getting a free dinner or a free drink or whatever. Yeah. Unless unless you're sucking some dick, I mean, you should be paying <laughs> unless some... Unless you're sucking some <laughs> dick. What? Some She's going to suck her friend's man's dick? I'm just throwing it out there. Which, like, you don't get the benefits of this wallet. Let me tell you what I... This is where I... Um, I'm, being, I'm being silly, by the way. This is where I stand. Let's say you go out on a date and the nigga expects you to split the bill. I don't agree with that. I don't know. I don't like that. Like, say you go out with, a, with some dude. He asks you take, to take you out, right? See the context. See how you're no, but see this how is you're different. framing it up, though. See how you're teeing it up. Why? You're saying Why? if you go out on a date with someone, 
and they ask to take you out, that's implying that they are taking you out. Exactly. But not every date is them saying, I would like to take you out. So if you're if a man is courting you or if someone is courting you, you don't think that they should pick up the check? If they're courting you, yeah. But you know what this is? This is a great example going back to like the birthday dinner scenario. No. Why are we even getting into that? That's a completely so what? different this thing. This is why. If somebody, and this is another discussion that happens online. There's like these reoccurring discussions that always happen. We, I want to preface this by saying we hate birthday dinners. Yeah. Birthday dinners are the worst. But if the birthday person is inviting a bunch of different friends from different friend groups to attend their birthday dinner, the birthday person should be paying the bill. This is a very unpopular opinion, I find. This doesn't happen with younger people who don't have the means to do it. But if you are organizing a birthday dinner and you're inviting me to attend with your other bum ass friends, you should be handling this. That's not how it's been historically, but that's how it should be. I understand your perspective. I do. I don't think a lot of people have the means to do that. Then they need to not be having birthday dinners. Hey, I don't like birthday dinners. So it could I be agree. birthday dinner at home. I agree. Yeah, if you have a birthday dinner at home, that's a different story. But I, I definitely am on your on the same page like i don't like birthday dinners i don't like going out to eat with 30 people the bill comes nigga starts to act stupid you know then you don't want to tip 20 percent. everybody becomes a mathematician right you only had a drink and a cracker so you only want to pay six dollars the bill is twelve hundred dollars you don't want to split it by you know by the amount of people you're out with which whatever let's say it's 12 you want to pay for what you got like that and is the whack. best the best keep uh, your crusty ass home the best birthday dinner joke of all time who ordered the gratuity for real <laughs> like bruh it's it's just it's messy i really want the birthday dinners to end like let's, They've let's ended not for me. yeah i ain't going no nah. let's not do that no i will not i what i do with some of my friends we usually for somebody's birthday it's usually we take that person out for their birthday that yeah. person doesn't say, oh, let me invite 30 of my homegirls. We just say, hey, me and Felicia want to take you out for your birthday. And me and Felicia split the bill. Yeah. And not the birthday person. And that's usually that person's birthday gift. Yeah. That's how it should be. So that's the other side. If you are the birthday person inviting a bunch of different friends, different groups, and you're organizing this birthday dinner, you need to pay for it. Point blank period. We haven't been to... And I can't remember any ones that we've been to like that. But moving forward, if you want me to be there, shit. And this, remember, listen, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is some shit. I'm going to go on a little segue here, right? My great-grandmother was turning, how old was she turning? 100. No, she was not 90 turning 100. something. My great-grandmother on my father's side was turning 90-something, some big birthday, whatever, and, you know, my father's side family, somebody I don't know. I know who they are, but I don't know this person. They reach out to me. They're like, hey, you should come to this birthday dinner, you know, or celebrating our birthday, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely be there. Uh, I'm going to go, you know, I'd love to be there, whatever. We go uh, it's at some restaurant. There's all this food. You can make your plate, whatever, all this food, whatever, whatever. It's in like a private room. 
we go there. The birthday dinner is happening. I see my grandmother, not my great grandmother's birthday it is, but my other grandmother, who I do know, obviously. Shout out to And we sit with them, have a good time, whatever. And before we get ready to go, the person that invited me is like, all right, it's so it's $50 per person to come. And I was like, what? (laughs) Excuse the fuck out of me. What? I have to pay for this birthday dinner thing that I'm a, that I'm joined to. I didn't pick nothing off the menu. This has these meals that were already brought out or whatever. Like I got to pay $50. It's not about the money. It's like, that is just the ghettoest shit in the fucking world. I have a hard time speaking on this because I have nothing nice to say. That was a very traumatizing experience. That shit is ghetto. At the time, I was a pescatarian and I literally couldn't eat anything. Remember? And it's like, oh, two people came. Yeah, it's fifty dollars a person. Blah, blah blah. I was just like, yo, fam. I got. I will. And we had gotten a gift. Yeah, I, my, the thing is, like, obviously, I wanted to be there for my great grandma's birthday, right? And maybe if they told me that beforehand, I would like feel differently about it. Right. Because I'm like, oh, like, whatever. We had no idea. And we were invited very last minute. Yeah. It was just all bad. Like, whoever that was, like, fam, don't ever hit my line. Like, don't hit my line, bro. I don't know you. You don't know me. Don't hit me to attend nothing, to pay nothing. Like, fuck out of here. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it was like a, they had a room in the restaurant and when you walk in it's not like you would expect like oh we're paying like we're sitting at a regular table like no they got a room they decorated the room we didn't get to pick the food we didn't get to order what we wanted the food was already it was like a a pre-fix menu situation yeah so it was like you eat whatever is there and i really didn't eat anything because nothing was vegetarian friendly it was all like foolishness um so, but I didn't make a fuss about it because I was just like, this, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is her birthday. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm just not going to eat. I'll eat after. These niggas said $50 a person. I almost, I said, what? That was the ghettoest shit in the fucking world. Like, that leaves the worst taste in my mouth. Yeah, ever. that was terrible. But outside of that, just in general, if you're, if it's your birthday and you want something to happen in a certain way, you need to front that cost. Yeah, period. And if your friends decide to take you out, then they decide that's their that decision. Stuff they're on taking their own. you out, right? They're taking you out, and they're most likely choosing the restaurant that is um, somewhere that they're willing to spend whatever it is that restaurant is charging. Not you picking the restaurant, picking the people that are going to be there, and then expecting them to foot the bill. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Let's stop. But Let's not do that anymore. Let's even on the and birthday dinners on the friend tip. You go out with friends. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're just like, yo, I got it. Whatever. And then sometimes everybody offers their card up. And it's like, yo, don't even worry about it. Blah, blah. You only got this. It don't even matter. Like, whatever. Boom. More treat. And other times, the bill is split. But I feel like with our friends, it's not like a, like, I don't, I'm not friends with no mathematicians. Me either. I'm not calculating shit. If you calculate something, I will never hang out with you again. I'm not I'm not going out to eat with you if you tell not me. Not to go out to eat, yeah. Not to go out to eat. Like we don't need to be going out to eat. <laughs> like, no. This is this ain't the Not if you're gonna order a drink and a Caesar salad and then you're gonna, you know what I mean, start calculating shit when the bill comes and get all hot and heavy if we try to split it. Like if I'm going out to eat, 
I'm splitting it by the number of people there and we're calling it a day and we're tipping 20% or more. And that's that on that. If you a different type of nigga, eat a bowl of cereal at home, keep your ass there and meet niggas after. Yeah. For whatever the, the, the function is. Yeah. Um, speaking about money, dollars, anything that has to do with transactions, I... Dollar, dollar, dollar bill, yo. There is probably nothing that grinds my gears or gets under my skin more than somebody posting something for sale and saying dm <laughs> for a price dm for price or dm if interested who the fuck are you hiding from yeah no, who are you hiding the price from that's super annoying it kind of deters me from even wanting that item anymore i'm reporting your page <laughs> if you put dm dm for price DM this started because we are looking at furniture and we're literally we're whatever we're just we're looking at furniture and there are all these fucking little pages that we follow on instagram that sell like mid-century modern furniture like antiques whatever yeah. none of them post the price i'm going i'm going to start commenting and saying who are you hiding the price from right are you charging people different prices based off of who reaches out to you right it's just it seems kind of dumb on on that person's end as well though like why wouldn't you just post the price so that you don't have 101 messages People asking you the same question: How much? How much? How just fucking put how much? <laughs> so Save dumb. yourself the time and the energy. Like, why are you not posting the price? And it's kind of like what Nubian is saying: Like, are you charging differently for different people? If it's up there longer, are you charging less? Like, what's the logic behind that? I think one dumbass did it, and then the rest, the rest of, of the, the dumbass, dumbass <laughs> just fucking followed suit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the. F- Fuck. Yeah, no, it's really aggravating. It's I really, really we annoying. never hit people up. Like, we'll see something, we'll be like, oh, that's dope. And then I, you know, look at the caption and it's like, DM for additional, blah, 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 blah. like, nigga, I'm good. That's the worst thing in the world. And usually when you do DM, either they don't, you know how Instagram doesn't show you messages from people that you don't know? It's like, yeah. What do you, oh, it's in the request folder or something. Yeah, something like that. Like, wh- why are you doing that? Are you like, does that bring you more customers? Like, I would think it would bring you less. I don't know. It really fucking pisses me off. That's crazy. I don't like that shit. I'm not buying from you if you ask me to DM you for a motherfucking price. Yeah. I I think it's a lot more efficient if you put that shit in the caption. I bet you your shit will sell quicker because I'm going to see some shit and I'm going to be like, could be $9,000, could be ninety. Don't know. Won't ask. Don't want to look like a brokey, honestly. <laughs> Don't want to look like a brokey. <laughs> for real. Because I'm, I'm going to see if you say 9000 for a fucking chair, I'm you're going to see that I read it and I'm going to leave you on red because I ain't, I ain't buying. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I think later today I'm going to find people that have things listed and they say DM for more. I'm just like, no. What is the price? Everyone wants to know. <laughs> you're gonna say it on I'm the sick caption of this shit. i'm gonna write a sick good of these comment sick i'm of writing these a good comment i'm gonna leave it under every image i see yeah it's trash it's garbage that's not an efficient way of running a business imagine having to you know going on i don't fucking know i'm just gonna use this place as, as an example like west elm and it's like email us for price for like every single item like no one does that businesses don't do that <laughs> What are you doing? Going into a store and there's no price tags on anything. You got to fucking go up to the goddamn salesperson and be like, how much is this? How much is this? How much is this? No, nobody's doing that. And you shouldn't either. They ain't doing it for a reason. <laughs> the fuck? 
they want niggas to stay in their lane. You see the price? You know what time it is. You know Keep how you're moving if you ain't real. moving, and that's even like when you go into you know like luxury stores, they got price tags. They mm. ain't hiding it either. <laughs> the hell? So why are you fucking that's MCM so furniture? Weird. That is so weird. It is. It's bizarre. It really is. I I think somebody told them it was like a good sales tactic. Like, don't put the price. It might intimidate people. Let them ask you. And, you know, what do you just because you tell me in a DM versus telling me in a post, you think that's going to change whether or not I buy it? Then maybe they want the engagement. I hate it. They can engage these nuts. I do, too. But, you know, all, all in all, post the fucking price, hoe. Yeah. What's next? What's next? You know, I just came up with an idea. What is that? What if we recorded like 10 minutes each day of the week mm? and compiled it into one episode? <laughs> that could be that lit. That could be lit. I think that would be lit. That could be lit. 10 minutes. We'll try it. We'll try it. We'll see how that goes. I think what we're going to do. Starting on Monday. Yeah, we're going to do that. I think y'all will see how it goes. Yeah, that idea just came to me and I think we're going to try it. And I think that's the end of this episode. Do you have anything else to add to this? No, you're just tired. I can tell. Do you have anything to add to this episode? SpongeBob ass nigga. Nubian, by the way, got exhibit braids and he's been failing himself all day. I'm asking you a question. No, I don't have anything else. (laughs) What are you talking about these braids for? Yeah, because I I just can see that you're feeling yourself. My braids are very cute. I (laughs) they're very cute. My hair is getting long. I think these little Nubian's hair is as long as mine right now. I think these down to the side braids really fit my face and my beard is kind of long. Like I'm looking like a fucking snack right now. You feel me? I be looking in the mirror and I'm like, damn. You're like, I'm a cute ass nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think Nubian's getting tired. It's 11 p.m. Saturday night. This is what quarantine has done to us, that this nigga can't hang past 11 p.m. I'm about to, I'm about to feed one of my cheeks real quick. What cheeks? I'm going to feed a cheek. Which one? I'm going to feed a cheek, then I'm going to squeeze your cheeks. Boy, if you don't, please. He's acting real tired. <laughs> don't cap. He's don't acting, cap. What do you mean don't cap? Don't cap on the podcast. You're acting real tired right now. Don't cap on the podcast. Any ways. Do you know what makes this, this world, world go around? around? Thank you guys for joining it us. not a duet. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on another episode of Flip the Coals. We will catch you guys next week. I'm feeling that uh, momentum. I'm going. Are we do- my co-host, do my co-host is tired, but I, I have a little bit of uh, energy. I got some. I got something for that ass. So thank you guys for joining us. We will catch you guys next week. As always, it has been a pleasure. Peace. <laughs>